minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. to the Play It By Ear podcast, the podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus and Grady Lining. Eric Fiscus and Brady Lining. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, episode 113 of the Play It By Ear podcast. Who's with us? Tell us Make yourself us. seen. Make yourself heard. Hello, Savannah. 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 Allison. Been a while. From Alabama. Alabama. We got our down south listener, and we are happy you are here. He's Roll Tide. War Eagle. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know where you fall on that, Allison. Uh, you have to take a side down there, I believe. Gary Troutman, hello. Gary Troutman, Gary Troutman's all that women do. Gary Troutman, he's back in the house. It's been a while, Gary. <laughs> yes, all right. Great to see everybody. Uh, welcome once again, episode 113 of the Play It By Ear podcast. Oh, ooh, I'll bet you're not popular down there. Do you tell people that, Allison? Them game foul. <laughs> game foul. Uh, yeah. Uh, we were driving through Alabama once, and uh, we were at a gas station. My wife did something not purposely uh, offensive. Not offensive. That's the wrong word. Uh, rude. Not even rude. That's that's a strong word, too. But, like, didn't open the door for somebody or something. And I said, well, just look at him and say, roll tide. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll forgive you. Unless you're in that Auburn area. Well, yeah. Right around Auburn, Alabama, maybe not. But uh, all right. Um, seven people in the room thus far. If you have not signed in, please do so or linger in the shadows. Your choice. All right. If you've not been with us ever, uh, we are the Play It By Your podcast. We talk 20 ish minutes on a topic that uh, each of us bring to the table. Um, do, do we get rid of the 20 ish minutes at some point, or is that just. Uh, we, we just needed, in the canon of the show, I mean, just... we needed that kind of governance um, at the beginning yeah, because but... we thought that we, by playing by ear, we also had to play by rules of format. And then we cast that aside, like a like a used band aid, and just threw it asunder. So now we do we do what we want. <laughs> or, 
Now, I, I, I'm a self-professed rule follower. I believe you are too as well, Brady. Um, so maybe this is just the aspect of my life where I say to to Hades with the rules. We will we will create a rule and we will purposely break it. <laughs> we are rebels. Yes. Fornicated. To Hades <laughs> it goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are on the screen in the order that we will uh, present our topics. Visit our website, www.playabearpodcast.com. We will talk about it here shortly in betwixt our topics. Brady. Oh, by the way, before we go on, and you you reminded me of this, I sh- should do that right now. Happy birthday to one of our uh, most loyal and uh, long-standing earbuds, uh, Chuck Griffin. <laughs> In the father of one our, of our founding co-hosts, Todd Griffin. So ha- happy birthday, Chuck Griffin. Yes. He's been with us since the beginning. It's going to be a very lucky year for Chuck. Seven is a lucky number, and he has it twice. So good luck to you, Chuck, this year. Going to be a good one for you. All right. Now, Brady, All right. proceed, sir. I shall. I said good day, sir. Um. So, um, my topic tonight, we're going to, you know, we've been kind of doing the nostalgia thing and having a lot of fun with it. So, um, I'm not even sure what exactly made me think of this, but, um, they're all, I remember what it was now. See this Friday, I have to work the PTO's Halloween carnival at my children's elementary school. And I got to thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, the Halloween carnival was the be all end all as a kid. It was. It was. But as an adult, eh. <laughs> but it, well, I mean, especially as teachers, you know, we, we've been in a building all day. It's kind of like, you know, like, but it's still fun. You'll have to visit Sardine Elementary. Carl, going to be slinging cotton candy behind the cotton candy machine. So, uh, Come out and say hello. Did you did you have a fifth of whiskey before we came on here? You seem a, you seem a little gassy. <laughs> no, it's it's spritty. I, I got some Sprite, and um, I took a big sip of it right before I started my topic, and it gave me the vapors. It uh got me to hiccuping or hiccoughing. Have you ever seen it spelled like that? I have. It, the boy that bothers me. Yeah. Whoever says a hiccough, it's like <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But anyway. Okay, but anyway, um, so I'm going to play this two different ways. Um, I'm going to start off with the opposite of what I said. Things that we hated as children, but now that we're an adult, it's not so bad. And then it's going to cut the other way. I'm going to go back to things that we love as kids and hated as an adult. Okay. So I'm going to be fair to all of our um, to all of us. So um, the first thing on this list. Uh, Becky, I promise I've not been imbibing. It's just Sprite. Um, and of course, this very first thing on the list, I have to take issue with immediately. But it says that um, as children, wait a minute, things that we hated as kids, but we don't. As children, it says that we hated pencils, and we don't mind them at all at all as adults. Because when you were a kid, you had to use a pencil in elementary school. Wrong. I still hate pencils. Yes. 
The only pencil, pencil I will use, I will only use the the sharpened kind, the yellow Ticonderoga number twos. I will only use those if I must. It has to be the only utensil around. I don't mind mechanical pencils, but I hate the scratchy sound. I that gritty I, I, scrape. I, I, I will qualify that. If I had access to a big fat kindergarten pencil, I'd use that. Oh man. See, I didn't like to like I said, it's just like having like I got a horse leg that's sharpened <laughs> and you had to sit it on your shoulder but, but, and you yeah, had but, to but, do the big old letters. But back, but back then your hands are small. Now my hands are well exactly. Small. It was like we you know, today it would be like us trying to write with a telephone pole. <laughs> And you know, it just—it was. But see, so I would hard. use one today. I would. I would not mind a pencil if I had uh, a big fat kindergarten pencil. Yeah, but you know, I I still don't love pencils. It, it's mechanical, or I ride or die with the mechanical pencils. I I don't enjoy typical pencils. I would not put but, up with broken lead. <laughs> no broken, no broken lead. Yes. I had the joy of seeing Miss Wilson a couple days ago. Um, I was leaving my Always plate. A joy. My, yes, and I and then um, Katie mentions like, "Oh, your your English teacher's in there." I was like, "Miss Wilson's in there," so I had to run into the cafetorium or the auditoria, whichever one it is, and I had to say hello. Um, which brings me to this next one: things you, you hate. Greetings, greetings, earbud. That's what you should have said. It's like, um, because we were talking about there were some students around and they were kind of looking at us quizzically when we were laughing about the kind of stuff we laugh about on here. Right. Because I think a couple of them hadn't really seen me cut up and guffaw too much. And, um, but anyway, I let my guard down because everybody knows I'm a soulless, cold creature. And, <laughs> sure. um, yeah. So, um, but anyway, um, the, the next thing on the list is, is school that we hated it as kids, but we look fondly upon it now. Yes. And, um, and I really want like to like to parse that a little bit. I, I enjoyed my high school time and, and I look fondly, upon, but I enjoyed it then too. But I yeah. did not enjoy early elementary. No. If I wasn't made to go, I probably wouldn't have. Correct. So I'm trying to think it was long about fourth grade where I started changing my mind a little bit. It, it, it was better. Yeah, it was, uh, it was that, more tolerable. And and that's why I tell people, and I think now being in an elementary school, I try my best to to help the kids have a good experience. Right. Especially and, in early elementary school, because I did not. <laughs> um, it, it, yes, I, I had, um, oh, I, I got to be careful here. Tread lightly. Yes, I... I um, um, I was probably an immature fifth, five-year-old, okay? And I did not enjoy the generational gap that yes. um, that I experienced with my early school. Um, and now, you know, I, I look at it, and yes, I know that I'm older, but, you know, I see these elementary teachers now, and they're, you know, young and energetic. And I was, you know, it's like, we didn't really... You know, but but here's the thing, though. My whole course of my life was set by my second grade teacher, who was probably the oldest teacher I ever had. Correct. She got me interested in history. 
So I don't there think it's a case of being young and spry. No, yeah, no, and I didn't mean to imply that. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, I'm just saying like, I, I think kids today experience a very different primary than we did. Yes. So now I have to tell a story. I, I brought up <laughs> second grade. Uh, as I stated, I had a rough time in early elementary. I think I was like you. I, I don't know that I was the most mature young child that there was. I made the uh, outstanding decision as a second grader that I was going to stay outside <laughs> while everyone else went back in. <laughs> I'll have the playground to myself. I'll just stay out here and play, and it'll be good. Well, Consequences I, be darned. Well, exactly. There was not a whole lot of forethought in that decision. I stayed out. I, I completed my mission, stayed back. And then I decided probably within a minute, this is not fun. There's no one out here to play with. Yes, I have an empty playground. Yes, I have swings, but there's no one else out here. So I had to go turn myself in. And consequences were not damned. <laughs> they, they were present. And they were harsh and they were swift. But even so, as I stated, that teacher set the course of my life, even though I did stupid things like that, and she showed me mercy and grace. There, there, there's my heartwarming story for the night. There you go. There you go. So we could probably, you know, go, once again, we could probably talk hours on this topic alone. But We could. So um, the next one on the list is um, things we hated as a child, but not so much now, is um, the opposite sex. Now, think about how unfun it was to have to, like, you know, you have to sit with the girls or you have to be on this team with the girls. Oh, man, not yeah. fun. And I know the girls were not happy about being with us no. smelly, dirty heathens. No. And, um, but oh, how quickly that changed. It did. It did. <laughs> and, um, I, I had that profound moment. Now, now, trust me, I, I, I think I started noticing my shift in attitude about sixth grade. And, um, sixth and seventh grade is when I, you know, started questioning my, the error of my ways previously. But I'll tell you where it really hit home was in college in one of my methods classes and I'm the only guy in the class one of my elementary like foundations of reading class right and literally okay I don't want to I, I okay I, I just have to say it and, and this is fact I'm, I'm not glorifying this but basically most of my classmates were more head state cheerleaders and sorority girls and I'm looking around and like I chose well <laughs> and the same like, same reason friends of ours chose to be in fha oh exactly a legendary I, man and boy i give it up to him what yeah. were we thinking we should have followed his lead mm -hmm. oh you're gonna do home ec oh dude yeah. i don't know man oh. not 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 again no forethought on our part in fact, that's one of the few things if I could change, I would get back at a time machine and go back to my freshman year and take that. 
enjoying that. I often want to know how my life would have been different. Now that's that's a valid point. So um, you do, it's just one of those things. But, you know, it, it's like girls have cooties and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Miss Wilson, I've always liked school, but was very disappointed after the first day of first grade when they failed to teach me how to read. Yes. Um, not, not to, not to toot my own trumpet here, but <laughs> I was reading before I went to school. I kind of learned to, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Give you the judge smells. Oh, so they're reading a picture book. Oh. <laughs> but, um. I'm reading the Batman, my but um, so um, yeah, that that was uh, I'm trying to think of what disappointed me the most about school, and I've thought of this like uh, things that I thought about school, yeah. Um, and actually, it, it's one of the ones on the list is homework. Now, here's the thing I'm gonna say: I didn't like homework when I got older. And I start. I still don't like homework because I still have to do continued education, and there's homework. But I do remember in kindergarten and first grade, I was looking forward to having homework because it made me feel smart, where I could sit in that desk and get out that pen, and like like I was doing something grown up. Well, you can be like your older sister. She had yes. homework. Yeah. Yes, who was organized and together and smart and mature and everything that I wasn't when right. I was uh, in kindergarten and. Well, now, 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 Becky says smarty pants. I, I'm assuming that's to me. <laughs> Here's the downside to this, Becky. When you think back upon your life and you think my highest level of relative intelligence to my peers was when I was four. It's not good. <laughs> I've gotten dumber ever since. So oh. there you go. And my the highlight of my uh, relative intelligence was when I was four. Yeah. And over the last over the last forty seven years, I've gotten steadily uh, less smart than my peers. So there right. you go. Um, this next one in the list, and and I'm going to call this one a little. I'm a, I'm going to cast a little bit of dispersion on this, but I got to put it in some context. So some things we didn't like as kids when we were younger, but we like now. And it says parents. I never disliked my parents ever, mom. Um, a lot of my parents now was there generational, you know, of course tales all this time, but one lie voiced upon me by the eighties movies that I loved is that parents were idiots in every single eighties movie, whether it be pretty and pink 16 candles breakfast club, the parents were always jerks who didn't understand and they were dumb. Yes. And um, and even then, watching the movies, like my parents aren't like that. Yeah, and I was lucky, but come to find out, that was a little bit exact. Like it, it, it was a little bit played up on the angst factor. I think. Yeah. Now, I will. I will say this: I did not communicate well with my parents. I, I, I highly, uh, I highly respected my parents. Still do, obviously. I mean, I thought very highly of what, what they were doing for me and what they did and all mm-hmm. that. Couldn't communicate with them. Of course, oh. you know, teenagers, I don't think, communicate well with anybody other than themselves. But Yeah, uh, the, the, you know, members of our own pack, I get it. 
But um, do you remember how uncomfortable it was as a you know a kid or a teenager having to converse with an adult that wasn't your parent or somebody you knew? How terrifying yeah. it was. Oh, uh, very. Yeah, and awkward. So, um, so let's move along. Let's see. I'm going on to the next one. Um, and now <laughs> we have talked about this ad nauseum. So I'm just going to quickly reference it. Landlines. We hated yeah. it as kids because we felt restricted by the cord and all the gymnastics and yoga that we had to do to get some privacy. But I look back on that fondly. A, because when you got mad, you could hang up, although I was rarely that mad. But uh, but but there was, there was something pure about me snaking that cord halfway down the, de- the basement steps <laughs> to get some privacy, you know? Right. And it yeah. was kind of like my my confessional booth. That was my that was my space to air things out. Of course, you know any conversation there would be prefaced with this. Yeah, Who, who's who's looming behind me? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, landline was on this list. Like I said, you know, it, I don't have nostalgia for it. Like I, I don't wish I still had one. But I look fondly upon it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Rodney, welcome. Uh, Ready. Tell, tell Joshua I said thank you. I enjoyed being his principal. And uh, hard to believe he's in the middle school now. Wow. Time, time just marches time on. Lies. It does. Um, Rodney, I remember when you were in middle school. Probably probably uh, younger than that. Yeah. Because Rodney is the younger sibling of our friend Gina and Annie. Yeah. So unbelievable. Graduate graduate with Danny. Yeah. One of our sister. dear friends. And yeah. wonder if he ever was um party to seeing any of our shenanigans on the side. Uh, probably probably was. Okay, um, here is one. Um sleeping in the daytime. No, so, mom, I want to play. I don't want to so, take a nap. Now so as adults, it's like, shut up, Quiet. leave me alone. <laughs> I'm taking it. So, uh, 15 minutes ago, Gary Troutman said naps when we started this topic. <laughs> Number one. Now, I, I will say this: um, I, I don't, I don't nap a whole lot anymore I because I, I, I'm, I, I'm not fulfilled by it because <laughs> I, I wear, I wear a CPAP, and I can't sleep with it. If I try to sleep without the CPAP, it's just not good. So. Well, and then there's the what the media portrays as partaking too much of adult beverage. That's how I feel after a nap. Yeah, it could be a half an hour power, what they call a power nap. But if I had to partake of a nap anymore, I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> you know, and just not. It's yeah. not a. I, I don't wake feeling refreshed. I kind of feel worse than you know, because there's that guilt. But you know you have to do something, and you want to sleep more. But you know if you do, you won't be sleeping that night. Correct. Yeah, so adult problems, adult problems. Right. All right. Um, old songs. God, Mom, turn the channel. I don't want to hear no Beatles. I don't want to hear no Beach Boys. Although, no, no. I, I always love me some Beach Boys. I was you were always partial to the Beach Boys. Uh, I was very me on the other hand, boys. no. And um, I love me some Beach Boys, but I okay. There for a while in the new wave eighties, 
I really disliked the Beatles because they were everything that I was against. Yeah. It was old. It was kind of hippie. It, it was just not my scene at the time. It was like, well, no, that's been done. This is new. Give me that. And, of course, I see the folly of my ways. That's just part of being young and stupid. But it didn't take me long, you know, to, you know, I have to credit one of my cousins who was criticizing my uh, music taste. So for Christmas, he uh, got me the White Album on cassette. The White Cassette. <laughs> yeah. And I wore that thing out, man. So here's a question on that note. Yes. Hello, Maxwell. Yes, hello, Maxwell. Now, you're a little different than I am when it comes to music. At what point in time did you start to hate new music? I still don't. I just hate some new music. Um, I've said this before. Like, um, you know, there was the music of my youth that everybody, but I still think one of my favorite music areas for me is about 2000 to 2005. Because there was a lot of new bands that came out that I just love. And I love them. The Shins, Rooney, The Thrills. Um, you know, there there were some absurd, like, shiny toy guns. And there were some good bands that came out. Some new bands. Oh, Dashboard Confessional, OAR, that I really liked. And um, so I, I liked that early 2000s. But, um, you know... I'm trying to think now the music that I didn't like as a kid, uh, we would call it yacht rock. Now we would call it seventies, you know, cause I used to, you know, Oh, you remember Eric, you remember how we would gripe when that freedom rock commercial would come out. <laughs> turn it up. Dude. <laughs> turn up dude. No, we're going to turn it off. This is lame. Everything is, this is 60s, yes. 70s. Get that out of here. Yes. You polyester wearing frauds. And, um, and, Disco, oh, set our teeth on edge. Correct. But, you know, then we changed our minds. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to change your mind. So, Miss Wilson, the best thing about retirement is sleeping in. Now, sleeping in's a different question there. That's a different thing. Naps are one thing. Sleeping in, absolutely sleep in. Yes, of course. Brady has never, ever been able to sleep in. Yes. It's a curse. That would be a curse. Uh, the, the only time in my life where I could sleep in, here we go again, is when I had mono in college uh, and I had my enlarged spleen for uh, a while. Don't say and um, I mean, th- th- there was a period of a few weeks where I would go to bed at nine o'clock and I would sleep till 11 o'clock. But that was like, you know, not exactly, you know, that that, that was a time. You know, extenuating but, um, circumstances. Yeah, extenuating circumstances. Uh, Danny, yes, welcome, and uh, always time for some sticks. Oh yeah. And uh, Becky, musicians in quotes. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Who play? Who plays their own instruments anymore? Uh, they're what, out what there. Is, what What is not auto tuned? Um, I'll tell you. Even though bluegrass and newgrass isn't totally my thing. There's that guy, uh, Billy Strings. I'm going to call him a kind of a combination of Bluegrass and the Grateful Dead a little bit. There's some jam bands out there that they're still doing it. They're out there. They just don't get recognized much. Right. So, um, 
Here is one. Hygiene. <laughs> As a kid, bathing, not fun. Washing yeah. your face, terrible waste of time. Lord knows what? if there was ever a moistened cloth that would touch our annues <laughs> as kids. You know, we, 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 we just, you know, hygiene as a kid. You, no. you know, the worst, the worst <laughs> when, when your mom washed your face. That was awful. Oh, they, they might as well. No, no, they might as well have just got a, a, a sanding saw. Okay. Just got it from the Isle of Home wi- Depot. Those wire, wire brushes. Like, oh, like a Brillo pad. Here, yeah. let me get that. And all you see is flesh and blood flying as your skin was being flayed by whatever they were using. Yeah. Oh, I nicked you a little bit. Here, let's get some Bactine or some of that red stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's not going to stink. Lies. <laughs> lies. Damned lies. <laughs> See, now kids, they don't have that stuff anymore, do they? They don't put that stuff on The stuff that turns your skin red, which actually looks worse than the wound itself. Well, it wasn't even red. They do that to kids. It was like fluorescent orange, and it would sting. Yeah. Well, it was was like iodine. It looked like if cow's blood and iodine were mixed together. And um, the thing is, why would they do that? Because then you look down at your wound and it's all stained red. And there in your mind, you're not exactly sure what's leaking from you and what's like put on there to keep it from getting typhus. So I don't yes. know. Uh, so um, let's go on after hygiene. Silence. Mm. Think about that one. Nothing was worse as a kid than silence. You'd have to start and, banging on something. Exactly. Watch the kid, TV. As a kid, you were uh, had a war on silence. Oh, no my silence. gosh. Perish the thought of silence. You would do everything in your power to fill the silence. Everything from going to making arm fart sounds. There could not be any silence. There, there had to be something. Because I think as yes. a kid, silence equaled being alone. Correct. Yes, Kenny, Macurachrome. That's it. Ah, awful stuff. They should bring that back just so they so we can show kids what they're missing out on. Yep. Now, this one, I'm going to disagree with a little bit, just a smidge, because I appreciated this for a while, but staying alone and doing nothing. Now, as a kid, there were times I just enjoyed my own company with my Star Wars figures or whatever, and then I could do what I want. Or I could just ride my bike around up and down the driveway and imagine what I was imagining, like, you know, eight-year-old Sons of Anarchy Sardinia chapter or whatever. And But, um, but, but that's doing something, though, isn't it? it I mean, does it mean yeah. sitting there on the couch and, and just nothing? Vegging with tool. Uh, okay, let's see what they say, because this can be interpreted different ways. Sitting idle was never an option. We always had to be doing something. These days, a quiet day at home, away from work, is all we want. So I think it's at a, I need to be playing wiffle ball, or I need to be riding my bike, or I need to be with my friends. It's just like, I'm just going to chill, do nothing, and read my comic books. I'm going to play with my Star Wars figures by myself, and that was just last week. But, you know... um. But so you get the idea. We just didn't. Yeah. 
like being alone too much. Um, I, I would I would say in general, just having the house to yourself. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I find that I watch things that I wouldn't watch with my children. Around. It doesn't have to be necessarily, you know, adult humor. But I find my it's usually when I'm by myself where I watch some wrestling reruns or something. Yeah. You know, it's just something time killer. Um, mm-hmm. this one's funny. I know I'm kind of getting up against the clock a little bit, but but their way of stating it makes me laugh. Innocent intimacy. Meaning this is a very sensitive issue when aunts or cousins, older cousins, they would want to Hug you, kiss you, cheek pulling, you know, oh, you know, innocent in it. Oh, and what is funny is it doesn't fall far from the tree. I used to hate being hugged, or if somebody would want to kiss me goodbye, I would put my head down. You can kiss the top of my head, but don't get in my massage. (laughs) And my child does the same thing. Mom's like, well, that looks familiar. Mm hmm. So, so it's in the DNA then. Yeah. It's like when Aunt Edna comes, like, give me a kiss. And you're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, the, you hated that as a kid. Hated it. Yep. Yep. Um, Let's see. Being mistaken for being younger. Oh, are you a first? Correct. You're a first grade. I'm in third grade. Darn it. You know, yeah. you get real defensive. Right. And now, you know, last week when I got carded going into an R movie, I was like, heck yeah. This Thank is awesome. You. Thank, Thank you, you very much. I don't think I ever got. No, nah, I mean, when I was a kid, I'd never was said to be younger than I was. I don't think. I, you know, I just, uh, I remember, I remember it bothering me a little bit my senior year, my freshman year of college, because I still look like a kid and a lot of the other freshman college look like, you know, men, and I still look like a kid, you know? Right. And it was the men that was hanging out with the women. (laughs) They didn't want to hang out with the kid, you know? Yeah. So. So here we go. Uh oh. I like how they always explain that horrible sting as stuff killing those germs. Die, germs, die. Of course, your skin, knee, battleground was going to hurt. Here, let me blow on it to increase its effectiveness. <laughs> <laughs> and henceforth, increase the pain as it was blown <laughs> upon. <laughs> as the wind is moving the flayed flesh <laughs> and the exposed nerve endings. Right. Oh man, yeah, that very well stated, Miss Wilson. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I'm coming up on the end of my list. Let's see. Oh, how did I end up there? Why am I on India TV news? All right, there we go. Um, breakfast. Now I am totally down with this. I did not like to eat breakfast. Breakfast upset my stomach as a youth. I did not like to eat like, you know, some kids, they want that sausage, bacon, pancakes, you know, back that cow up and put it on a syrupy something or another. But like, um, I, I never ate a heavy breakfast, much to the dismay of my mother. 
I could eat a Swiss cake roll, maybe a half one or a cinnamon roll. Or what would really drive her crazy, I would eat like vegetable super chili for breakfast. Really? Yeah, just occasionally if I was hungry. But um, I always felt that if I ate heavy, it ruined me for the rest of the day. It made me tired and sluggish. You're a roint. Roint. Now I'm probably, you know, especially when before my gallbladder came out, eating too much breakfast would mean <laughs> an unpleasant trip. And um, that that could ruin a day. Oh, you ate the uh, cheese, uh, the the cream cheese, French toast at IHOP. Well, <laughs> and in one half an hour, you're not going to be doing what you want to be doing. I'll tell you. So that was never I, fun. I, I I never was much for breakfast at all, and it, maybe it's just because I made ne- never was one. Didn't even care much for breakfast food when i was young yeah now i love omelets and things like that Uh, yeah well and eric you were a late sleeper so i'm going to come at you with this it was probably association because if you were up early to eat breakfast you didn't want to be up and so you associated the being up with the food that's a fact that be a theory that's a good theory so i just that just popped into my head um here's one that i still might be a little bit guilty of if it was black and white, channel got changed with a couple exceptions. <laughs> Some I Love Lucy or the Munsters or Adams Family. If it was black and white, there it goes. Not going to watch it. <laughs> you suffered through the first few minutes of Wizard of Oz to get to the good stuff. Right. But, I mean, it could be a great movie. It could have been Star Wars, but if it was black and white, I'm changing the channel. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know what it was? I don't think it had anything to do with the actual color or non-color. I think it was like, it's old. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Now, there was I Dream of Jeannie, whose early episodes were black and white, then turned color. Wasn't there black and white Gilligan? Yes, there was. Yeah, I'd never watch those episodes. I still, I've seen every Gilligan's Island episode multiple times except those black and white ones because I would shut it off. Nothing would whiz me off more because you would come home from school, watch, setting in to watch some Gilligan and the darn black and white episodes are, rock, turn it. See, you can't do that anymore either. You can't go, rock, and change the channel. You have to go, See, now, the theme song even sounded different on the black and white episodes of Gilligan's Island. There was there was no redeeming factor to anything in that. Yeah, because the original was sung by the, uh, what was the name of that group? Um, the Wellingtons. Oh. Yeah. The, the first season, the black and white episodes, the theme was sung by the Wellingtons. Then it was redone for the black and or the color versions, the color episodes. So, when so did nothing was re- saying and the rest and the red. Yes, I did. <sighs> That's what happened. The, the, the whole thing happened right there because the professor Marianne said, listen, you put us in the song or we're walking and make this show a colored TV show. It all happened yeah. there. Professor well, Marianne got added. Yeah, because there we go. Gilligan, the skipper to the millionaire and his his wife. wife. 
the movie star. And the rest. rest. Well, like, if I was a professor, I'd be taking my radio and my coconut telegraph and my nuclear reactor he made from a palm tree leaf and a conch shell, and I'd be leaving. Out. 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 <laughs> um <laughs> well that went down a, a rabbit hole. Um yes, it did. So that kind of brings me to the end of my list. Oh, okay. I, I had to back up a little bit. What just crossed my mind? I said I love oh 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 when I got a little bit older, the poop stopped with my sister and I when Perry Mason reruns came on. That was black we, and white. Yeah, uh, we liked that. We liked that. That, that. that was a straight, you know, to this day, I shouldn't have. But, oh, we love some Perry Mason. See, okay, Perry Mason, Raymond Burr. What about Ironside, Raymond Burr? I never watched an episode, not a single one. The theme song was scary. <laughs> not as scary as a murder. Reared. <laughs> and then it showed him. It showed him getting shot. It showed his uh, him getting shot. He ended up in a wheelchair. That's scary. And the in the music, no, yeah, didn't want any part I'll of tell that. you, nothing was scarier than the opening new emergency. <laughs> it, it was just a tone that made you uneasy. I don't yeah. think I ever sat down and watched it. You never watched the emergency? Well, no, I because I never could get past the theme song. It made me uncomfortable. I loved emergency. I still love emergency. Still I watch like- it. Um, oh, there's that. Uh, as my, I mean, okay, I loved the six billion dollar man, but I would get a little bit Steve Austin, a man barely alive. <laughs> and then they, they show the plane, plane cra- the spaceship crashing and everything. We'll rebuild him Bigger, stronger, stronger, faster, faster. But. <laughs> 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 I don't know why so, we sound like the why we sound like the conductor to heaven from Tom and Jerry. <laughs> honey, Thomas, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, one of the great Tom and Jerry's ever. Oh, that's got to be in the Thomas. Oh, well, um, Trina. Hello, Trevor. And for the sake of brevity, I think I'm going to cut this off because I'll do the flip side of the coin next week. Things that we loved as children but hate as adults. If our listening audience would think they would be amused by that. Because I was going to put it in one topic, but I know this is hard to imagine, but we talked more than we thought. There's too much gold there. (laughs) There's gold. Save some of that gold for for next week. Period. Goat. <laughs> tread, tread lightly. <laughs> Visit our website, www.playitbyearpodcast.com. Uh, therein you can find uh, some of the history behind our shows, some of these uh, strange terms that we use in our uh, uh, Urban Dictionary esque glossary of terms. Like a word that I used earlier, and use. And use, yes. Roint. Is Roint in the. Roint. Yeah. Um, I, I did catch myself. Uh, the Brown County Fair was about a month ago, you know, it was about, about three weeks ago. And um, <laughs> I told my daughter, Reagan, because like, hey, I had COVID and I couldn't go. It's like, hey, I'm going to give you some money. Will you bring me back a tender groin? <laughs> <laughs> 
I just slipped and said it. She's like, what? Uh, a pork tenderloin. A pork tenderloin. <laughs> I've been calling it a tenderloin for years. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Visit our website. If you want a t-shirt, you can order those there as well. And uh, ding, click. ding, 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 ding. I want to give a former thank a form a formal thank you to um Sue and Kenny Inlow who ordered t-shirts this week. And um yes. I am getting those t-shirts this week and they shall be delivered to you soon via your granddaughter who happens to be my science class. So we've already got this arranged. So I'm gonna slipper the merchandise here and you will be enjoying your new plant by ear t-shirts that like were like they've been shaven from the alpacas that are in heaven. It is so very, soft. Very soft and smooth. Yes. Smooth. You can get one of your very own. Just click on the store link in the uh, menu at the top of each page. That will take you to a picture of the t-shirt. Click on the t-shirt picture and that will take you to buymeacoffee.com, which is our uh, crowdsourcing platform where we sell said t-shirts. And that's where you can get yours. Well, make sure you get yours personally delivered. Maybe by your granddaughter. Maybe you, you do not else. need to be in my science class to have it um, delivered to you. Well, well, thank goodness for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ask your granddaughter. <laughs> so, uh, have you have you made any of them write chapters out of the book yet? <laughs> I have not. I did tell them that story though. I said a bunch of my friends have asked me if I made you guys write textbook chapters yet. <laughs> yes you you have a you have a legacy to live up to mr Lonnie. yes all right so now on to my topic uh it has been a while but we will bring back uh, we will bring back the ever popular aita so uh th- this this is a best of aita <laughs> Am I the news? Am I the news? All right. So, uh, if you're not familiar uh, with the site uh, Reddit, uh, Reddit is a uh, kind of a what we used to call a bulletin board back in the early days of the internets. And uh, you go on there and you post things, and people comment on them. And uh, so there's one subreddit, and that's what the different topics are called. It's called AITA. Am I the <laughs> blank hole or and use or however you want to put that the asshole hey um asshole eric yeah tack on it if i would have known this was coming i i still have props i still have buttle the cat from our hundredth episode (laughs) our mascot for that i could probably run and get it real fast but then i'll but it's all good yeah it's all good all right so we'll we'll go through each of these and we can uh opine on whether the redditor that's what these people are called that put these uh, uh posts on reddit the redditor is an anus or not an anus <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> you're chuckling already this better be I, good I'm, I'm chuckling already so so i a 21 year old male Live with my childhood best friend, 22-year-old, also male, and have done so for two years now. Up until last week, things were perfect between us. However, he recently got a new girlfriend, 23-year-old female, of course. 
And she honestly seems absolutely great, except for one thing. She seemingly has a complete aversion to knocking. She and I have quite a lot in common. I actually like spending time with her. However, it bugs me when she just barges into a room without knocking first. Now she's never walked on me, walked in on me doing anything untoward. <laughs> I, I, I love that word, untoward. untoward. <laughs> I'm just usually chilling on my bed or studying at my desk. However, on at least seven separate occasions now, she's done it first thing in the morning to ask if I want coffee. I sleep naked. (laughs) Every time prior to the last one, I've been under the covers and she hasn't seen anything. I always point out that she could have knocked and she just giggles and says, but I didn't. When she stayed over last week, in order to make my point, I intentionally slept on top of the covers. Oh, God. (laughs) Sure enough, she barges in at 7 a.m., begins to ask if I want coffee, and sees my you-know-what. That's how it's said. (laughs) She immediately backed out of the room and didn't speak to me for the rest of the day. My mate later pulled me aside and said I I was out of order. Accused me of deliberately exposing myself and pointed out that I had threatened to do it before I, before I did, because he said, what if I had no covers and you saw everything? He'd said that to her before. They're now framing this to others that I'm some sick creep who intentionally got naked and lay in wait because that's how I get my rocks off. <laughs> and I'm kind of seeing how it came off that way. AITA for doing this. Wow. Hello, There's a lot Howard. to unpack here. Howard. Um, don't, don't say package. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay. Gosh, darn it. Because this is going to sound like a, a uh, what do you call it? A, a, a political answer. I think they're both in the wrong to a degree. Okay. He did say uh, it, it, it it was unreasonable and before you said that she backed out appalled it's like she's totally trying to see it i, I was kind of under the impression it's like oh no this is not she's trying to get with a friend right but it just seems like she was kind of unaware of some boundaries so therefore um does it say the person's name it does not um well we'll just call this person kevin bacon so Kevin's when she bacon. looked upon Kevin's bacon, um, <laughs> I, I, him intentionally doing it, knowing he would get caught. There is a thread that runs through there. He, he kind of wanted. Now, well, here's where we got to parse. Did he want her to see it, or did he want her to see the scenario that hey, this is what could happen? I think that's the big question. And I have not, I have not got the answer from what I'm reading. There's an ambiguity there, which what, when I first, my, my first blush is he's not the Anus, but <laughs> then I'm kind of like, ah, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Be- 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 Becky uh, says not the A and not says the A. just knock. 
John. Yes. Welcome, John. Um. If she would have knocked, <laughs> she would have not seen anything. W-O-O-D. Now we're making assumptions at 7 a.m., John. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I mean... You know, nobody's having a ball in this case. And um, th- there was hurt feelings all around. But, um, no, I- I'm kind of saying they're both in the wrong. I, I-, I think he would have been okay. It- it- now, she would have been clearly the end use if he had not planned it. If he had just kicked off his covers because he got hot. Yeah. And he was splain. Um. She okay, still would be the Anus. Okay, so here here's a wrinkle. Now you don't get this wrinkle here until you go down <laughs> in the comments. Um, so Miss Wilson says she was in the wrong, but he could have just locked his door. The lease on the apartment disallowed door locks, so he did not have a lock on his door. Okay. Interesting. Howard says, not the a-hole, but certainly the perineum. Well played, sir. Yes, well played. Um, you taint either one. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, um. no, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh. I, I, I say, not the Anus. Yeah, I'm leaning there, but I don't think he was a creep. I think he was kind of trying to make a point, but in this day and age, that's a point that you can't make. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So, there you go. All right. <laughs> uh, our our audience is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the ways they uh, played that off. Yes. I've got to lost the page there for a moment I needed. Oh, accidental delete. No, I got it. I got it. All right. It's all good. All right. Next one. Did, did we get votes from every... Okay, and now Miss Wilson's back. I could have used a doorstop. And this, this is true, and that's what a lot of the people on the comments said. Just just buy a doorstop off. Of uh, but Amazon. you you know darn well though she would have got a little bit salty. Well, why are you using a doorstop? I'm just wanting to make you coffee. I I can I can hear this being said. Correct. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. Did we get votes from everybody that wanted to vote? Um, I, I think that it was definitely. Nobody has said that he was yeah. in Andrews. Everybody kind of leaned the other way. It's pretty unanimous. Yeah. Howard did say perineum, but not the Andrews. All right. AITA for giving all my coworkers a different reason for why I have missing fingers. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have three fingers missing on my dominant hand. It's fine. I can type and everything, even manage to tie my shoelaces most days. And on the days I can't, that's the dyspraxia. 
However, I won't deny it looks a bit odd to most people. I only have my fourth and fifth fingers, so my hand looks a bit like a child's drawing of a rabbit and not a good... <laughs> That's a visual. That is. All right. I'm used to people asking about it, usually after staring for a good minute or two, but I still find it annoying. I really... I really don't get why you'd think it'd be an okay to do okay thing to do to ask someone about it, but hey, I wasn't raised in a barn. Usually I nip the questioning in the bud by just explaining the truth from the get-go and assuming that enough people will gossip about it that the message will spread by the end of the day. It always, always does. Anyway, I started a new job about a month ago and I honestly could not face going through the same cycle again. I felt like the time had come to not play into it anymore and to make something out of it. And I decided to make myself laugh. When the first new coworker asked about it, I completely lied and told her that I chewed them off as a baby. <laughs> I, I then decided to tell the next person who asked that I cut them off with a plastic knife at a picnic. <laughs> and the next person that I was born with six fingers and they removed too many and so on. That would be fun coming up with all the stories. All genuinely ridiculous reasons, but I'm a good actor and they actually believed my stupid lies and I didn't expect them to. A plastic knife through bone. Seriously? But there you go. Maybe they just thought there's no way I'd lie about how I lost my fingers. Within about three days, I learned that my coworkers have been arguing about the actual reason. It seems like a lot of them now actively dislike me for lying to them. I'm probably going to have to make some cupcakes over the weekend with my super cool 3D printed adaptic whisk <laughs> to get back into their good books. Anyway, I told this story to my brother today and he told me that I was an asshole because <laughs> oh. I caused tension within the office on my first day and made people feel stupid for being gullible and believing my lies. My argument is I'm not the asshole because they were asking a rude, albeit common question and because I didn't do it with the intention of deceiving them. I was just honestly fed up with the question and didn't think they'd think I'd actually severed three fingers with dental floss when I was three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept my judgment, though. Um, update. Well, update. Update. Going to check out here, I think, getting real tired of explaining why it's not cool to ask people why they lost limbs or digits because you want to sate your morbid curiosity. A few reminders for people. I am not a male. Don't know why everyone assumed that. Don't ask. I people. did. I did, too. Don't ask people about something that could be traumatic, especially when you actually don't know them. And when making cupcakes, always cream the butter. There you go. Well, there is one bright side to this. Yes. She couldn't flip him off. <laughs> so, but um, so um, I, I'm going to say not the Andrews. I, I I did something like this once. I'm not being funny. So I was in Mexico on vacation. And um, I had had my gallbladder removed about four weeks before. Maybe five, yeah. but I still had. Well, no, no, no. It's longer than that. It, it was probably about. It was probably about two months. But point being, I still had a large scar that was healing, and it looked like a bullet wound. It really did. So I'm at. I'm in the pool, getting me in a. Getting me a beverage, 
And I'd start chatting with these dudes, this, you know, this couple from Texas. And so he had had a couple adult beverages and he said, now I can't let you get out of here without knowing how you got that bullet wound. And I said, well, I'm a teacher. And, um, so this, this maniac escaped from the prison and was like, so I shielded the kids. And, um, so, and then, and I just like stopped in front of it and I saved a couple, you know, kids and some grandparents and everything. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, I had gallbladder <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Did he, he get mad chuckled. at you? No, he chuckled. Yeah. He, he thought it was kind of funny. So, I. I'm not saying they were in Andrews. I think it's kind of creative and funny. I, I agree. So, okay. but I'll tell you who I dislike the most out of this whole story is the sibling. Yeah, the sibling was rather judgmental. Not only judgmental that 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 that's your that's your sister. Yeah, you back her up, especially you know what's the the person never does say how they actually lost the fingers, did they? No, they do not. That's interesting. It must have been bad. Yeah. I mean, because if I was telling this story, the first thing I would say, here's the story of how I lost them. And here's what I said. Right. So that makes me wonder if they were like this person, MAFO, messed around and found out. <laughs> like they were doing something really, uh-huh. you know. Right. Oh. Okay. So uh, before we get into the votes on this one, uh, Miss Wilson still. On the uh, previous one, uh, you mentioned if she, she she could get salty about him uh, blocking the door and say, well, I just want to make you coffee. And she said if she got salty about it, then it would have shown that she was trying to get a gander at his gender. <laughs> gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So votes on this one. Howard says, absolutely not the a-hole. Props for creativity and for the devilish digital deletion dialogues. That <laughs> nice that alliteration. A lo- that's a lovely alliterative yes. phrase there. All right. Allison, not an a-hole. I started come ac- coming up with different stories about how I got the scar on my forehead. I'd even mess with people and act like it really hurt my feelings that they even asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky yeah. says, not the a-hole. Take a joke, people. Uh, so it's anonymous. Allison, <laughs> Allison says the real story was that her brother hit her in the head with a lead pipe when she was five years old. Gosh, was he Cracked Colonel a- Mustard? <laughs> Cracked my skull. <laughs> <laughs> totally by accident, but it was traumatic for me until I was a teenager and grew out of being upset by it. And Allison, by the way, I was a big insensitive. I really wanted to make a clue joke. And uh, Colonel Mustard with the lead pipe was the best I could do quickly. <laughs> so... Well, Miss Wilson, you know, adults should know better than to ask about and do yeah. a lot of things. But, uh... um, this reminds me of, now Now this was kind of jerkish. Um, some friends of ours in high school, they worked at a McDonald's. It was one of their first few adult jobs. And they were hazing the new girl employee. And they asked the girls, like, just like, they were talking about sports. Like, oh, you need to go ask so-and-so how many push-ups a sister could do. So she did. And she went, hey, how many push-ups can your sister do? And he went, she doesn't have any arms. <laughs> and the girl yeah. started, like, dying, la- dying, crying, like, ah, got real upset. And that was kind of mean because yeah, that was staging yeah. it, you know. But yeah. I could giggle All right, about so it. 
so uh, this I, I forgot to say that this little article I have here kind of sums up all the redditors comments and uh, what what the uh, last uh, last decision by the reddit reddit universe was um so uh, with with the first one we had uh, it said guys guy gets sick of his roommate's girlfriend barging into his room without knocking uh, sometimes when he was still in bed naked under the covers even after he a- asked her not to so one morning he lays on top of his covers naked she walks in on him now the roommate and the girlfriend both think the redditor is a creep um consensus is that he is the good guy here and that he needs to get a doorstop yes seems to be a bit late for that so on this one uh read enough of these and you'll find out where you disagree with the majority opinion so uh, the redditor's sick of people asking about why her three fingers are missing when each of the redditor's new co-workers asked she came up with a different answer co-workers believed her argued amongst themselves uh, themselves over the real reason, got mad at her for lying to them. Commenters mostly agreed that there's no annues in here, and this is all silly, which is ridiculous. It's rude to ask a new co-worker about a physical condition. It's ludicrous to ice them out because they'd rather not tell you. But the Reddit universe said no one was an annews. Not the people asking and not her for telling stories about it. Now, I, I'll go along with, on the first day, no. If I've worked with a person for years, I might finally get the courage up at the Christmas party after an eggnog to, like, hey, are you ever going to tell me, you know, how you right. lost those fingers? Right. So. All right, next one. AITA for telling cashier that wasn't the girl's credit card. All right. Throw away because husband told me I was the Anus and want to know before I get home and argue. On phone, format is bad. I was in higher end department store. Rhymes with looming tales. (laughs) 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 And, And happened to end up next to two teenaged girls while shopping. One of the girls had picked out a pair of very expensive boots. And they were both fawning over them. Second girl must have looked at the price tag and asked Boots Girl if she's really going to spend that much on Boots. Girl with Boots says something along the lines of, it's fine, I have my dad's dad's credit card, I'm not paying. Which instantly caught my attention because that's not her card. I've told my son multiple times he's never allowed to use my card, so I'm interested to see how this girl thinks she's going to get away with fraud but had split up the girls at, from the girls at this point because they found something else. We end up at the same register with her behind the girls, and I see her total hit well over four digits. The girl's about to swipe her card when I decide I can't let her get away with something like this, and someone has to parent this kid if no one else will. I tell the cashier that isn't her card, but her father's, and I'm sure she, I'm not sure she has permission. Girl and friend turn and glare at me, giving me possibly the dirtiest look I've ever seen. (laughs) I swear this girl was going to throw a tantrum right there. I don't think she has ever been told no. Girl tells cashier her father gave her the card to shop with because it's the store's credit card and gives him the points. Now, I've pointed out that it wasn't hers. Cashier tells her she can't use that card. (sighs) 
Girl tries to show ID to prove they have the same last name, and I tell her it's still fraud. Girl says it's not fraud because she has permission and tells me to mind my own business. I tell her that it is my business, that she's doing something illegal. She needs to pay with her own card, or I call the cops. Girl is pissed now, and people are glaring at me. She uses her own card and leaves crying. Cashier looks mad at me, and I tell my husband when I get home, only for him to agree I was in the wrong. Is she the end use? Kind of. Um, because she has no idea the circumstances. They could have been multimillionaires, and that could have been the arrangement. And she's not in on that. Could have been. So um, now I, I applaud her high ideals. Yeah. But she just doesn't know the story. Right. So my question is, how old was this girl? She said teenager, but teenagers don't get blooming, excuse me, looming tales cards. <laughs> so, but, it, but it was her dad's card, though. But then she said she paid with her own card. True. That's what I'm saying. They don't give those to 16-year-olds. So she was probably older. But dad or mom could have had a card and put her name on a card. They can do that. It could yeah. have been their account, but she has a card with her name on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say, yep, yep. Rub a little bit of preparation on H on her. She's going to shrink. <laughs> so um, so you're saying she's a hemorrhoid, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't like anything about this. There, She's making too many assumptions. Assumptions. <laughs> you know what they say about assume. Right. All right. Howard speaks from a place of experience. As a former fraud investigator and bill collector, it is not fraud unless her parent reports it's stolen. Therefore, she is the a-hole. Yep. Uh, Becky, you are the a and use a-hole. Not your business lady. It's dad's problem. I tend yeah. to agree with that. Uh, I do, she too. Is. I do, too. I, 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 think, I, I think you stated it perfectly. She has high ideals. She's trying to do a what she thinks is a good thing, but no, not your business. Uh, Miss Wilson agrees. Woman is an and use none of her business how others parent. Like it comes down to this, and, it, and I'm painting with a broad brush. If Dad gave her his looming tails card, <laughs> they're wealthy. Yes, it's gonna be okay. Yes. Um. As a Cincinnatian, like Looming Tales is more in um, New York, Chicago, Houston mm -hmm. kind of thing, right. Dallas. Um, I I've heard of it, but of course I've never shopped there. Mm -hmm. So um, I kind of think it's probably like Nordstrom's on steroids. Yes. So. All right. So uh, just reading here the... Uh the conglomeration of uh, Reddit comments. Uh, <laughs> the moderators had to tell people to stop insulting this Redditor, even though she is clearly the Anus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's an important rule of this subreddit. Don't be an Anus, even to an Anus. <laughs> <laughs> I 
this redditor overheard a teen girl saying she was going to buy an expensive pair of boots on her dad's credit card she decided this means the teen is a spoiled brat so she followed the girl to the register told the cashier not her card uh yada 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 so uh redditor uh reddit uh universe says yeah she she's an end use Treva agrees mind your own mind your own and use a hole all right <laughs> last one. Oh my all right so this is uh aita for calling my co-worker chunky after she repeatedly calls me slim and makes references to my weight after I asked her multiple times not to. I have a female co-worker who repeatedly calls me out regarding my weight. I'm female, 5'9", 115 pounds, very thin. She is very overweight all the time. She makes comments about my weight. She doesn't call me by name. She calls me slim, and I even heard her say one time, go ask toothpick. And she has said stuff like, you need some meat on your bones and you need to eat. I've only worked there eight days. I've asked her very nicely to stop. Yesterday, I asked her to stop calling me Slim again. And she basically said, it's her mouth and she can say what she wants. Well, (laughs) I think you could stop this thread right now after that statement. Oh, but I must read on. (laughs) Today, when she said, morning, Slim, I replied, morning, Chunky. (laughs) and she got upset and actually started crying everyone here at work only six of us total is saying i'm wrong and i should apologize because being called fat is different than being called skinny because being called skinny is a compliment i said as long as she calls me slim i will call her chunky and now i'm the bad person aita if i don't apologize the owner slash manager has completely ignored the situation saying it's a high school issue and we should figure it out. All right. So here, here's more information. Edit for more info. We don't have human resources. There's only six of us working here at a cupcake shop. Oh God. We are all regular employees. I went to the owner before I called her Chunky and asked him to talk to her because I felt she was harassing me. That's when he said we can handle it ourselves. That's why I called her Chunky. I told her to stop calling me Slim, and I didn't like it, and she continued to do it. She didn't stop doing it after I asked multiple times, and I didn't know what to do besides what she was doing to me. She brought up my weight. I brought up hers. All right. All right, so I can't get, I can ignore the whole rest of the story, but I can't get over it. It's my mouth and I can say what I want. Nothing chaps my buttocks than these people who just, like, they have a get out of jail free card. Well, I'm just being real. Right. Oh, nothing is about driven me more to assault. Then somebody would they say that? I'm just being real. What a real jerk, you know. And um, this that being real is just something that comes from the Oprah ilk. We're just being real. Uh, 
Get that out of here. Um, politeness and empathy is not a fashion. It needs to be around all the time. And okay. my whole thing is if somebody asks me to stop at my workplace, it's not an unreasonable request. I'll tell you what an unreasonable request is. Can you please not breathe my air when I'm in the room? That's stupid. Yeah. That is going to make me go, you know, do something ridiculous. But she said, hey, I don't like that. Please stop. And she, yes. and, and she, I don't care what she's calling her. Yes. So it comes down to the fact, it, now, if she got this bit out of shape from one time, I'm saying that's she's being thing. a little, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's overly sensitive. But the fact that she asked and the person is still doing it says, I can do what I want with my mouth. Well, uh, yeah. 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 That, that, that's what, that's what definitely, you know, sends them to the proctology department in my mind. Right. So definitely an a-hole. Or, or excuse me, the, 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 the person that was getting, uh, you, the you person, know I mean. the slim person, not the a-hole. Yes, thank you. Okay. Howard, the slender person, not the a-hole. The other person instigated the reaction. A natural reaction when attacked is to defend. Becky, A, I'd love to be called slim. B, I'm chunky. C, it would hurt my feelings if she actually called me chunky. D, but hey, it's true. I don't know about this one. Well, in the fact, here's the thing. I don't, I'm reading tea leaves here, okay? I'm reading between the lines. I don't think the slender person got any joy from calling them chunky. I uh, think it's like a dog that growls to get you to go away. I think she was growling. Uh, no, I think it was more, she was in a corner. And she, I, I think so. She, she lunged out. Yes. And see, and see, Becky. Yes, you. I mean, you say all these things, but you would not be the person to you. You would stop when asked to stop. So that that's slim, chunky. I don't think that's the question here. It's someone Knock saying off, something please. you don't like. They you ask them to stop. They did not. That's the whole. It could be anything. Oh, uh, here, here's anything. an example. If your name was Elvis and somebody called you Smelvis all the time, or pelvis, or pelvis, <laughs> sorry, I should <laughs> chorus. Um, but um, but you know, it, if you're being deliberately in the, it's like, hey, please don't. You know, I've heard that way too much. Stop. Yeah. Like if a person had red hair and you call them red all the time, they want to be called red. Stop. Don't want no. And you don't yeah. stop. You 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 get You're being the, an uh, a-hole. You you get the consequences from all that. You mess around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> FAFO, as they say. As you can Which see we... from the graph, the proportion of the massacre <laughs> round runs parallel to the finding out. <laughs> oh, awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh uh, Treva, there is no difference. Slim or chunky, if you're asked to stop and you don't, you are the a-hole. Correct. Now, Miss Wilson with a different take. Both are out of line. She needed to be. She needed to be calm and open, telling her at least to uh, get 
from the get-go that body shaming, no matter what the person's shape, hurts feelings, so stop. But I think she did, didn't she? I, I, I think according to her post, she did that. It's like, to, asked her to stop many times. I, and I believe it was calm and open and, okay, I don't like that. Please stop. And like I said, I, I think that's where I said it. If this, if this, the slender person, if they went nuclear from the get-go, that's being a little bit of an a-hole. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Like, there was yeah. multiple infractions and the person wanted it stopped. Well, I mean, she not only asked the person to stop multiple times, she went to management, who did nothing about it. Now she's at her last recourse in her mind. So, all right. So what does Reddit say about all this? Reddit has a fat shaming problem, and it shows up a lot in this subreddit. I was ready to vote YTA, you're the asshole, from this headline, but then I read the story. She doesn't call me by name. She calls me Slim. I even heard her say one time, go ask Toothpick. And she has said stuff like, you need some meat on your bones and you need to eat. I've only worked there eight days. I've asked her very nicely to stop. So the next time her coworker said, hey, Slim, she replied, hey, Chunky. The coworker cried. Commenters widely agree that the Redditor isn't the Anus here, though a few wise ones suggested getting out of the body shaming game and going with, Good morning, verbally abusive stranger, or simply saying, <laughs> hey, Slim, right back. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there. If she would have called that person Slim, they would have got mad too. Yes. Yes. Because anybody that pulls it, it's my mouth and I do what I want, is going <laughs> to get mad no matter what you do. Absolutely. Because they're keeping it real. <laughs> keeping God. it real. Did Sorry. We strike a, did we strike a nerve here? Well, we did. That just bothers me. It, <laughs> it always has. Uh, all right. So that is the best of AITA. Those are good ones. Those were good ones. You know what cracks me up? Kind of like our whole, all of our earbud nation, they, they, we were in lockstep. We were in simpatico. We were. We were all anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great minds. Yes. All right. So that uh, rounds out episode 113. Uh, Once again, look at our website, order a t-shirt, join the in-lows, and uh, by professing to the public the fact that you are an earbud. And if we have 10 people order t-shirts this week, I will take down the paywall for my OnlyFans uh, where I'm wearing a t-shirt and my red booty socks, my red, my red footy socks, and um, sitting on a bearskin rug, drinking hot chocolate, celebrating the upcoming winter. <laughs> so is that supposed to make people want to buy t-shirts? <laughs> no. I'm only going to get disturbed. It's like, oh my gosh, you totally need to do that. I get to hear it coming. <laughs> Not for the reasons that I want either. Yeah, probably not. All right. So you can find our audio version of our podcast Friday morning, 3 a.m. on uh, anchor.fm, Spotify, which has audio and video now. So you can watch a video podcast there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app, and most anywhere else you can find an audio podcast. Video wise, we are on YouTube on our Play It By Your Podcast channel. 
on, uh, as I said, Spotify has video now. Uh, Facebook will uh, uh, archive the lives uh, so you can see it there. And uh, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch. Follow our channel there. But uh, again, they only get archived about two weeks on Twitch. So social media, we are on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagrams. There, uh, All those links are on our website. You can interact with us via email admin at playitbyyearpodcast.com or you can leave a voice message. We can include that right here into the podcast. Click the link at your podcast provider uh, on the iHeartRadio app. It is a talk back. It looks like a microphone. If you click on that, you can leave a voice map, a voice uh, message. And again, you can find all that on Friday morning. Anything else for the good of the order, Mr. Liming? I think I've exhausted my yappery tonight. It is time to uh, take this home. Yes. All right. Uh, thanks for joining us all. Uh, love the conversation. Love what you bring to the uh, table. We will be back next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Queen wave. <laughs> Should I do granny from Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.